gorgeous soul. This is the Katie Blair Podcast, aka your activation station for magnetizing and normalizing your next inevitable massive up-leveling. I'm a virtual coach who focuses on designing your most epic human experience through building a purpose-filled and aligned lifestyle and or business. If you're obsessed with quantum up-leveling and you're done settling for anything less than everything you desire, you have arrived right on time. All right, this podcast episode is going out to the times when we're in the depths, like the depths of the depths of a funk, (laughs) the times where it doesn't matter what we do, or it doesn't even matter if we try to change like our state of thinking, we are in it, like the heavy times the heavy days and the times where those heavy days turn into a week and then we're so deep in it we're like I don't even know who I am anymore those don't need to last as long as we typically have allowed them to last and also the pressure of what it feels like when we find ourselves in those states doesn't need to be as heavy as we've made it out to be in the past. So this goes out to the times if you're in one right now and if not, you know exactly what I'm talking about still. So I want you to take this message and put it in your back pocket for the next rainy day because they all inevitably circle back around so that you can take your power back even on the rainy days, okay? We are done being afraid of these days and we're done letting them completely control us when we find ourselves within them. So if you're in the depths of the depths, this is for you. This is for you when you're in the States where like I, even if I go for a walk or even if I go for a run or even if I make a salad or even if I meditate or even if I say mantras or even if I whatever, there is nothing that can shake me out of this moments, the depths, the trenches, (laughs) this is for you. So the thing is, I think the worst part about these states is that they consume us so much to the point that they take our entire identity with them. We don't, we lose our separation from truth and false illusion given a momentary blip in our connection to self and source. And what happens when that happens is we actually end up identifying with who we are in that moment of darkness as our truth. And we take it as a narrative or a sign that, yeah, we aren't cut out for this. Yeah, we aren't good enough. Yeah, we aren't worthy. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Yeah, we're a failure. Yeah, we're awful. Yeah, we regret this and that. Yeah, we'll never be healed. Yeah, well, whatever it is, whatever it is, okay? We identify with that to a certain point to where what actually starts to happen within that state is we start to compound our emotions in the opposite direction that we want to go. So we start to be upset about the fact that we're upset. And then we start to be angry about the fact that we're angry. We start to be sad about the fact that we're sad. 
And then we start to, like, we pick for some reason this time to be the time where all of the expectations that we have for ourselves need to be figured out. It's like, it's never going to work. So now is the time that I need to figure out how to make it work. And I feel like it's never going to work. And I'm never going to figure this out. So we end up creating this little energetic box of hell around us that we sit in because we feel like we need to to drop everything else that makes us happy and open and free energetically to figure this piece out because we're such a failure at it that it's never going to get solved unless we don't make it our top priority right now. And we just sit in these places of darkness, literally telling ourselves there's no answer But the only thing our mind is trying to do is figure it out. And do we we see how literally counterproductive that is? (laughs) It's like we pick this time where all the expectations must be forefront of mind. When we're completely shut off energetically. When we're completely in a bad spot. It's like... All of a sudden, we have to be this person who has the knowing. And then because we never can find the knowing from that place, we then compound that and we make it mean that we're angry about the fact that we're sad, about the fact that we're upset, about the fact that we're a failure. (laughs) And we sit in this awful place for so long. And the thing is, is that a lot of the... A lot of the things that normally help us, like going for a walk or a run or making a healthy meal or getting organized or whatever, the things that normally help us do that, we can't even access because they're so far from where we are at that they're just actually one step too far. So we can't reach them. And what I want to bring to you in this episode is this idea of like a step in between those that we oftentimes miss. And that step involves creating safety and security without expectation to be in the place that we're at. In fact, this is one of the only things that actually helps us shift the energy. And when we don't do that, what we end up doing is sitting in this expectation in this glass or this emotional box of hell that we've created with this expectation so high of we're not allowed to get out of time out of this box until we've figured it out. But the only thing that we can see because our energy is blocked off is all the reasons why it won't work and why we won't figure it out. But we keep ourselves in this like energetic timeout because we're stuck. So this middle step then... The best analogy I've ever heard about this is from Melanie Ann Lair. If you are familiar with her work, she's incredible. She speaks to this often, and it's something that I kind of blew my mind when I heard it. And then the more I've allowed myself to implement it, the more I've truly witnessed its power. So she, this incredibly successful, incredible woman, of course has these days too because guess what we all do because guess what they're part of the human experience because guess what they're not as bad as we crack them up to be they're just part of it okay 
And so she calls these days her sushi roll days. And I love it. Like just hearing that in itself like makes you feel kind of like tickly soft. Her sushi roll days. So, you know, she says what we like what we're trying to do when we're in these states is fix it. We're trying to fix it. Or if you have a partner and your partner is in one of these states, it's the natural response to try to fix it for them. Like, well, how about you do this? Why don't you think about that? Da 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 da. Like, why don't you just do this? And it causes this friction because it's the same thing that's going on in our own mind. It's like, we, you don't think I've already thought of that? You don't think that I would be doing that if I was capable of doing that right now? It's because it's all skipping over this important step. And what we really need most in these moments is essentially it's like we need to restart the battery, okay? Think of it as, I guess, I'm picturing like your computer, okay? When it starts getting or your iPhone right before the new software comes out or whatever, where it starts getting really fidgety and weird and slow, and you're like, come on, snap into it. And all it really needs is to just completely have a restart, like be turned fully off and then be turned fully on. And then it's like good to go again. This is what our body needs in these moments. It's not meant to put you in a place to look face to face at like the darkest things it's meant to be a reboot and we need to find safety and security and knowing that that's all it has to mean we need to know that we don't have to identify with it all we need to do is just let the reboot happen so she describes the reboot as a sushi roll day so when she's having one of these days she'll do this for herself or her and her partner do it for each other and the sushi roll day consists of, okay, the awareness of like, we're there. We're having a sushi roll day. So instead of trying to make this a day where I have my expectations high and I'm going to sit in my hell of a timeout and I'm going to try to figure this out, that's not going to happen today. So instead, I'm going to release everything. But I'm going to make it be like cozy and cute. So her or her partner <laughs> like wrap themselves up in this big blanket they'll get like a big blanket and they'll totally wrap themselves up like an infant until they're this little sushi roll in this blanket and they'll you know whatever the mood is for that day like whatever you need to do to just freaking turn off turn it all off not try to figure it out not try to worry about it not try to sit in it but let yourself have the reboot so like, for example, if she's having a sushi roll day, he will wrap her up in the blanket, super, super tight, put her on the couch and be like, okay, I'm going to turn on the sappiest rom-com for you. I'm going to get you tissues so that you can, you know, just lose yourself in this movie and cry about this love story. I'm going to light some candles for you. I just want you to rest here. Don't think about anything else. And then tonight, whatever you want for dinner, I'm going to go get you pizza or Thai food or whatever it is. And we're going to have your favorite food tonight. Can you just feel in your body right now? Like if someone, like if you have a partner, if, if you guys created something where you started to do this together, but then also if you were able to start doing this for yourself, like all of a sudden that sounds like the best day ever <laughs> it's like wow yes 
And what it does is it provides safety and security for you to be in it, but not placing the expectation of figuring it out from that place. All it's doing is letting you have a reboot. And what happens is when we remove ident when we separate identity, we don't make it mean anything. We don't begin to compound emotions in the wrong direction. We don't force ourselves into the timeout to figure it out. We just let ourselves set everything down and have a reboot. Is that nine times out of 10, you're going to notice the next morning when you wake up, you're ready to take it all on again. You're ready to go. You're back in your zone. You are, your strength is renewed. You got your computer reboot. You're ready to approach it. This is the step that most of the things are missing. From that place, you can start to, okay, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to yoga. I'm going to get up and go for a walk. I'm going to get up and I'm going to have my tea ceremony this morning. I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something proactive that's going to help build and compound my energy from here in the right direction. But we can't do that unless we take this step. And the problem is, is that most of us don't take this step. And so what could have been a sushi roll day that you're going to look back on and be like, actually, that ended up being like the best day ever turned into a day that turned into a week where you just sat in a funk thinking about all the things that aren't working, compounding your emotions in the wrong direction and wondering why you can't ever figure it out. And if you're listening to this right now and you're like, well, Katie, I have kids or I work Monday through Friday. I can't just take a sushi roll day when I want. Take the concept of sushi roll day into the moments where you can. When you get done with work, don't try, don't, don't sit in it. Don't reach for the scrolling or the wine or the things that you know aren't going to move you in the right direction or are going to keep you in that energetic timeout. But just like set it all down take a bubble bath, watch a rom-com, like whatever, whatever you need to do, but do it from a place of I'm doing this with the intention to set it all down, not from the place of I'm doing this because I can't figure it out. So I'm keeping myself in this box. Do you see the difference? If you have kids, same things in the moments in between or even in the moments with them, just like come into so much presence with them or get into one of their movies that they love or Go to the park and pretend like you're a kid too. Just set it down. Let yourself reboot. You're not going to figure it out from this place. And anything that gets figured out from this place isn't necessarily the way that's going to be the most easeful and magnetic for you because it's coming from that reaching, grasping, grabbing. I have to figure this out. It's not a co-creative in full alignment with what's going to get you there. That answer is only going to be reached once you take the reboot and then then you do the things that are going to compound your energetics in the right direction that are going to open you up to receive the co-creative ideas, thoughts, and answers that you're seeking that are going to make you going to make it happen and make it make you help you get there so much faster. The thing is is that we attach what gets to be possible so much with time. We have these 
these visions or these beliefs in our minds of in order to get X, Y, or Z, it requires one week, it requires one year, it requires 10 years. We look at other people doing different things. That's how long it took them to do it. So that's how long it's going to take. But the thing is, is that when we bring everything again and again and again back to energetics, we remember we have access to the quantum field. We remember that things can happen instantaneously. Things can happen in a single moment. $100,000 doesn't have to take a year to make. A million dollars doesn't have to take 10 years to make. That can be received in a bank account in a single second. Love doesn't have to take seven years to find. You can have love at first sight tomorrow at, a, at lunch. Like, these things don't take time. And our emotions and energetics don't either. But we create these stories that when we're in a certain place, we're going to be there for X amount of time because that's what we've done in the past. Emotions can change at the flip of a hat. I remember being at a Tony, event, Tony Robbins event one time and he was like, do you ever notice how like, you could be in the saddest possible place? You could be at a funeral and someone cracks a joke and everyone starts laughing, right? Or the opposite. You could be at a concert, flying high, having the best time, and then someone steals your purse and all of a sudden you're angry. These are emotions in our energetics. We know because we experience how quickly they change. But the stories that we create around them about how long we must stay in them because we associate everything with time is what keeps us in this place where we're always seeing the future as the future and now as the now that isn't fully the future. Or we're in that place where we can't figure it out so we're never going to figure it out. It's been 10 years of trying to figure it out. Nothing is seemed to have changed or happened so there's no hope we have to return again and again and again to the fact that we are in control of the narratives and the direction that we're compounding our energetics and emotions in every moment and when we understand that we're in control of this what gets to be possible is no longer attached to a timeline. The amount of time that we spend in the depths of the depths. The number of times a month or a year that we enter the depths of the depths. The amount of time that it's going to take us to meet our soulmate or create the business or decide and actually stick to the pieces of the identity of the woman that we want to become that we have never been able to stick to in the past. Everything switches in a single moment. Marianne Williamson in the book A Return to Love speaks about the fact that healing actually occurs in one moment. Someone can go to therapy for something for 10 years, but the moment that they heal comes in one moment. It's the moment when they decide that and they realize that that thing that happened in the past 
it's not even that thing that they're holding anymore. It's the disallowing of love and energy to flow through their body that they've been preventing because of their attachment to that thing that happened in the past. And the healing happens in a moment where they realize that they're not going to let it do that anymore. And they release it and they open the energy back up and they come to the truth of what is in this moment is that the absence of that thing is the only thing that's true. And with the absence of that thing and the no longer preventing of the love or the energy to flow where that thing once lived, all of a sudden, here you are, free, free from it. It happens in a moment. So these reboots, these depths of the depths that we find ourselves in are inevitable. We will be there. But when we look at it like this, from this angle of the conversation, we're able to see so clearly that these reboots are actually sometimes the very medicine that we need so that we can switch our energetics, remember who we are, remember to stay focused on compounding in the right direction, and remember how quickly, how quickly we're able to take control of everything again. So wherever you are, take this, be with it, hold it, put it in your heart, put it in your back pocket, and never forget how powerful a single moment can be. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the world if you could leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't connected on social media yet, come say hello on Instagram at Katie underscore underscore Blair or come visit the website at www.katie-blair.com. I highly recommend you put anything that pinged you from this podcast episode today into action ASAP. I honor you for being here and cannot wait to see you on the next episode.